Hello everybody, welcome back to Hacked History. This is the wonderful voice of Lucas Jacobsinski. I'm here with my friend. Jake. Yes, I'm bringing back some old old tropes from our early episodes. What, what are you wearing? Jake from State Farm. Uh, uh khakis. Spanx. <laughs> um, butt plug. Your mom's underwear. <laughs> oh, what if he was just like really, really weird and he's like, um... Strap on. Yep, strap on. I'm wearing whatever you want, big boy. <laughs> that would have been beautiful if they'd done that commercial. What are you wearing, Jake from State Farm? Fuck me, fuck me hard. What the hell? <laughs> anyway, uh, aside from weird jokes about Jake from State Farm. It's a black guy now. We, That's good. They're getting progressive. They are getting progressive. Yeah. Good um, on you, State Farm. So normally we're a history podcast. <laughs> Tonight that. we're our uh, car insurance and homeowners insurance podcast. <laughs> You want to tell me about the APR tonight, for your yearly homeowner's insurance? Tonight we are going to rank the top 10 car insurance companies in the nation. <laughs> well, we, we, each of us takes a shot of Everclear every 15 minutes just to keep the party going. <laughs> I want to put the fucking... I want to put the straight farm guy... Woo! <laughs> Holy audio spike. That's anyway, That's all state to stand <laughs> it's not like you have fucking Michael J. Fox disease. Oh, no. I'm the same farm. Oh, God. We love you, Michael. I miss I miss him. I hope he's going to be okay. I mean, I, it's Parkinson's, so... I mean, but as long as he's doing all right. Yeah, we uh, we wish you the best, Michael. I doubt you're ever going to hear this episode. If Michael J. But... Fox is watching this, I feel honored right now. Well, it'd be listening. This is an audio medium, Jake. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> you Considering I'm producing this, I think I know. <laughs> but you don't know what he's capable of. He could put that under like a sound wave and put it in like the mid '90s when they used to like record shit, and the screen would freak out. To kind of like, oh, it's oh no, it's not. So just in case you uh, wandered here and don't know what's going on right now, you, <laughs> you were listening, listening to, to ramblings ha- of two madmen. You are listening to hacked history. We are not going to talk about car insurance. If you're looking for some great car insurance coverage, I don't go out there and find it. Dude, you can't even plug a podcast for that. Like, um, I, I don't. Know I know a guy a... called Steve at Winwood's Insurance Podcast on Tuesdays and Thursdays. No, I literally don't know of a car insurance podcast that exists. So, <laughs> can that please exist? <laughs> so anyway, um, I'm, it probably ex- it, it has to exist somewhere. <laughs> I'd love to imagine there's just one like lonely like State Farm like car insurance agent named named like Chris who like runs like a I don't even know why I named him Chris. Let's call him Chad. Chad's better. <laughs> no, Chris is great. Chris is great because this is a guy who's like, he's nice enough, but his direction in life is completely lost right now until he gets back like, on track. We're going to go to Chad. Chad. All right, Chad. Chad, this it is. Chad's Because Chad likes, podcast. well, see, what Chad likes to do with car insurance is he's like a bro. So he's got his fucking like Steelers cap backwards, not Steelers, yeah, Steelers cap backwards or to the side, depending on the mood he's in, if it's, um, bro, you want to fuck save, me up Friday or hump day you Wednesday. You want to save 5% of your car insurance? Bro, so you got you that much more money bro, to go out to the bars, fucking, bro? Dude, you want to save 5% on your car insurance premiums so you can go to the fucking gym, get swole, pound some chicks, get sight, do a body shot with some jello shots. This is why this guy had to be Chad and not Chris. I won't meet anybody with the name Chris, but Chad will, I'll do it. (laughs) What the fuck? So if anybody's named Chad out there, you've been, shots have been fired. Shots have been, come at me, bro. Uh, It's going to be an open top, like, El Camino filled with chads in your fucking driveway tomorrow. Come on, bro. Let's take a ride. <laughs> like the mob coming to whack it, dude. So anyway, uh, after our extended intro, you are indeed listening to Hat History. Uh, again, uh, so this is a podcast about history. 
uh, <laughs> we're doing a great intro today. Where do we go so amazing. wrong? <laughs> um, but, so we're going to continue our Medical Marvel series today. Um, but before we do, uh, before we give you the topic for this episode, just in case you, you feel like you haven't waited long enough, wait a little bit longer, uh, you can find Hacked History on uh, all the podcast platforms, basically. So basically, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, basically any podcast observat- observatory. Uh, <laughs> any podcast. <laughs> if you want to go see the stars tonight. <laughs> any podcast platform, we're on it. Uh, you can hit us up in the social media. We have an Instagram account at Hat History. I believe it. Sorry, it's at at Hat underscore History. And then on Facebook, you can find us at Hat History. Uh, our Facebook page has a lot of information about whenever we post episodes. I try to do that on Instagram as well. Uh, and also definitely feel free to check out our episode where Jake is putting some amazing bonus content up for all these medical history episodes. Mm-hmm. And uh, if we have an episode in general, there's always going to be some bonus content out there. So yeah. if what we're talking about sound, if what we're talking about sounds interesting, or if you want to vet us and uh, basically try to question Jake's research, which personally I wouldn't in, do. In my defense, <laughs> we're two guys who know a lot about history, but only have a, like a week's worth of time to set this up outside our regular lives, literally talking out our ass for almost two and a half hours about a topic. Like, I'm not, I'm going to do the due diligence of research, but I'm not going to read a fucking book because I don't have the time because I'm an adult. <laughs> so basically you can at Jake with any factual problems <laughs> here in this Yeah, podcast. at me, you fucking nerd. Let's go. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, without further ado, Jake... What are we talking Ooh, about today? You know, we just want to... I want to continue the bad from last week. So, we're going to talk about a little bit arsenic, my boy. A little bit, little uh, bit of... sweet. Medi arsenic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sweet, Poppin sweet pills. arsenic. Poppin just pills. kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> sweet, sweet release. No. Um, so uh, please uh, don't take arsenic. Yeah, please don't. I don't... It's, you, you sh- we don't even need to tell you that. You should just know that. It shouldn't be something we have to say in 2020, but you know I what? feel like but it's something we should say in 2020. We are part it's of... It's not a- something we have to say, but I feel like we should... I'm sorry, we're part of a generation that ate Tide Pods for fun. I'm fairly certain See, we're a lost cause right I never now. did that. You and didn't, that. and neither did I, but we're belonging to that name now, and we can't, like, it's like Nazism, almost, and like, you couldn't have, you didn't do it, but you'll still be associated with it, no matter what. You literally just compared the movements of Nazism and eating Tide Pods. What better way to keep people from doing it? Oh, to yeah. draw a comparison that's totally unrelated. That's something you really shouldn't need to do. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I've never once looked at like a Tide Pod and went, you know what? That looks delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like candy. That's the that's those are the parents who shouldn't have been parents. I'm just okay. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> so what I basically stumbled across in my research is because I knew arsenic was a medicine to begin with, but. Basically, during the 18th, 19th, and 20th centuries, we had a series of arsenic compounds which were incorporated into or used solely as medicines. Uh, two of which. So, would, Jake, mm. compounds. What is a compound? Uh, basically, it's arsenic in this case mixed with some other metal or some other. I, I, basically, it's not pure arsenic. It's no, just, it's not. It's no. mixed with something it's, else. It's usually mixed with something else. That that was the low grade chemistry definition, but yeah. I feel like we threw around that word a lot last we, week, and yeah, I feel we like we did never really accident. fully explained it. Yeah. So, so yeah, if, if that, that's the case, my bad. But you know, if you own a dictionary, use that bitch. Anyway, um, you got to keep them employed somehow. So there were two specific sort of, and I call them compounds, but. Again, there were two specific sort of medical uses, and it so was compound sandwiches or compound sentences. Yes, 
<laughs> called arsphenamines and arsenic trioxide, which basically means it's triple oxygen molecules and arsenic. Um, but arsenic in itself, so what is it for a lot of people? Again, we're going into that good old chemistry level. Um, arsenic is a chemical element with a symbol. Jake, Jake, yes. Jake, Jake, Jake. <laughs> What's the part? Jake T, this. God damn it. <laughs> uh, bow, bow, bow. We're gonna get sued. Anyway. Dude, Bill Nye is chill. I don't think he's sued. I... Sorry. Hey, you don't mess with Bill Nye's green. You mess with Bill Nye's green, you're going to get the horns. Bill Nye's green. You don't mess with Papa, Bo- Papa Nye. Just imagine Bill Nye walking in the room. You don't mess with Bill Nye's green. He's going to kick your it. door in one day, and he's going to be like, did you just fucking mention my name without paying me $5,000? <laughs> but, Bill, I listened to you as a child. I will fucking send you back to the hell from which you came. I, what? I brought, what? I brought some paper shim and ke- volcanoes. <laughs> it's about to get real. It's about to get real. <laughs> I got a fucking tornado in a water bottle, bitch. <laughs> so confused. I've got my graphics team from 1982. Let's go. They worked on fucking music videos for MTV back in the day. I've got the PBS crew here. We're ready to do it. Dude, it's it's him and he's gang, like ganged up with fucking Bob Ross and Mr. Rogers. Oh, well, there, neighbor. It looks like you're going to get an ass whooping before the cops come. <laughs> and it's like, no. We're going to make a few happy little accidents out of you. No. <laughs> Besmirching the three most beloved real life people that were on the PBS and network. Somewhere in the background, you hear. No, oh, God. Why is Bill Cosby part of it? He's like. Because he was once beloved. He wasn't on PBS, though. No, but he was on the Cosby all right, show. Anyway. Uh, that's. Uh, that's uh... See, we've all learned a lot tonight. Anyway, what we learned today, kids, is that you can kick a man down and kick his head until the cops come and then you go to jail. Rooney! Strange episode of the Cosby Show. Yeah, Yeah, it's right before he got arrested. Um, anyway, uh, so arsenic. That was the reunion special, you're right. Damn it. (laughs) Why does it take so long for the episode to get sent? Oh, this is classic us right I now. Love I'm it. calling I it. This is classic us. Yeah, we're, we're both ADHD as fuck right now. I love it. Anyway, so what? <laughs> God damn it. Arsenic. Arsenic. Arsenic's a chemical element with a symbol AS and atomic number 33. That's not really all that important, but for those of you who jerk yourselves off to a, uh, <laughs> a periodical chart every once in a while, there you go. Uh, arsenic occurs naturally in many minerals, so it is used as a, or it's usually in a combination with sulfur and other metallic elements, or as an elemental crystal structure by itself, which means it literally is sort of like quartz or something like that, or something along those similar lines. It's not like, it's not quartz, it's, it's similar though in structure to it. Um, so let me get this straight. Yeah. It's not quartz. It's not, no. Okay. I feel like that analogy wasn't great. I was pulling one out of my ass for that one because I'm like, how am I gonna make how am I gonna make crystal structure elemental make sense to people who don't take science? A crystal structure elemental sounds like you're playing some. Sounds like you're playing like D and D. Like, what's your character? Oh, mine's a crystal structure elemental. I hate D and D because I used to know people in middle school who used to play D and D and were very hard up about it in on orchestra where they're like. I have a level 12 mage, and you do not fully understand the complexities of the game in which we play. And I'm like, well, all right, fuck you too then. Here's the <laughs> thing. I don't, I don't have anything against anybody that plays D&D, but uh, it's definitely like it, it's very specific. It's not as good as Magic the Gathering. I love Magic the Gathering. <laughs> yeah, you do. I'll say it on air. I love that game. It's a okay. great game. Anyway. <laughs> so um, arsenic, meta- like the appearance of arsenic is a metallic gray color. Um, usually it's sort of in chunks, 
Um, and it has a visual texture similar to Pyrite or Fool's Gold. I don't know, Lucas, if you have ever seen that. Well, I've heard of Fool's Gold before. Um, what's the test to know? Like, isn't if you like scrape the Fool's Gold, it'll like the gold color will come out or whatever? I or? think it was that it it flakes similar in yeah, certain it ways. Yeah, flakes and it wasn't like as hard as real gold. No, it's like, not. No, it was like, but it would also come in really you could, weird. Like crush it into a powder. Really? Yeah. Well, what was weird about it was that it also came in really weird like shapes. So it came in like cubes and shit. Because that's how it would right. form, and it was it was not a normal thing. So if you were a forty nine er, pretty much the worst if you're, day if of your you're life. Sixty nine er in eighteen sixty nine, yeah. <laughs> Sir, uh... smash a white claw, and I don't know, defraud Native Americans. So forty nine ers, other than being a football team, <laughs> a shit football also team, also represent the gold rush, which is why their paints are gold. Yeah. <laughs> what? The forty nine ers, they were cold pants. Oh, I'm like, helmets. what the fuck? Like the like the miners' pants were gold. I'm like, well, no. goddamn, that's where it all went. I was trying to make a sports reference for the people who, <laughs> for the people out there who, who need sports. my sports reference. Someone probably appreciated it. I know. Yeah, I'm sure they do. They're like, yes, he fucking said it. Yeah. Because <laughs> in his one bedroom apartment somewhere in Manhattan, that guy on the internet fucking said the thing. And <laughs> <laughs> you got his his mom the next room. Steven, quiet down. Steven, your father and I are having makeup sex. <laughs> Ew. Have fun, ma. <laughs> Have fun, ma. <laughs> it's like that guy from the meme on the internet of the cat. What the fuck is that? Is that a fucking cat? <laughs> it's a fucking ugly cat. Ma! <laughs> the cat looks like it's wearing makeup. <laughs> So anyway, um, so on to the uses. Arsenic is usually used in metallic alloys, um, combi- or com- Jesus. combined with lead, uh, usually used in car batteries and ammunition. Um, and with car batteries, it's usually in like the, um, if anybody's ever had an old car that you, you used to have lead terminals that you would literally plug it into the, in, into the vehicle. That's what it's built in with. Arsenic and lead is usually in there is a conductivity sort of combination. Oh, beautiful. Fuck yeah. What? <laughs> Nothing. How's it going? This that's an awful. This is an audio podcast. Really, how stupid that one, how about stupid that's gonna sound. You're the rattling of glasses and a far off wheeze. Just... Yeah, because no one can see you looking at me. We're not taping this. I know. Do you understand? This Yo, is an, an, I know uh, that. This is just an audio medium, Jake. No, I'm a fucking idiot. That's the thing. Anyway. Um, additionally, arsenic is usually used commonly in semiconductor electronic components. It forms the cornerstone in the production of pesticides, treated wood products, herbicides, oh, and pesticides. Yeah, and specific insecticides. So they used pesticides generally, but then there were also like specific herbicides and specific insecticides they used sure. for. Yeah. Um, so let's start with the first one, arsphenamine, which is surprisingly for most of the shit that we ever talk about, it was not as sketchy, honestly. As you would think it was used. Like, when okay, most people so are like, yeah. Say like, the name of this one more time. R, so it's Arsphenamine, which is. Arsphenamine? A, yeah, A R S P H E N A M I N E. All right, Arsphenamine. Okay, so, it originally, what this was, was this was a compound that was created, or rather synthesized. So, it was f- actually known as by two names Sal- Salversin. Yeah, Salversin. Or Compound 606, which is a badass nickname for that. It sounds like a fucking chemical weapon. Like something that's... Sounds Saddam- like a really shitty alt-rock band. <laughs> compound 606. 
That's why I'm coming at you live on radio, like Sirius coming XM Radio. Live, coming to you live on TRL. <laughs> TRL, Sirius XM Radio. Somewhere in the no, lower TRL, part like, of the bandwidth towards like AM radio with like a static Jesus stations and baseball. Not like TRLs and like the MTV show. Oh, that works too. Compound 606 is Compound appearing six. live on MTV. Sometime around like 1 o'clock in the afternoon when most people are at work. They're like, yeah, let's watch a let's let's watch a fun. That almost sounds like a reality show that was like akin to Jersey Shore for a hot minute, compound and it was like, yeah, I know, where it's like, how it's many a, of it's these? It's a COVID people? reality show, just pretty put it much, in the bubble. Yeah. It's a compound. Yeah, and it, yeah, it's actually no, it's it's filmed in the old place of of Waco, Texas. It's filmed in an abandoned prison. It's filmed in Waco, Texas, just outside the do, fucking compound. And what we do is we release a couple raccoons a day, <laughs> and, we see, and we see how many raccoons. The, the thing is, you see how many raccoons you can outlast. And the winner, you know, he's probably going to have about 50 raccoons he's living with. So at that point, he and probably that, thinks he's a raccoon. But that's the point. Actually, no. By that point in time, he's just, like, riddled with rabies. <laughs> so many Either levels. that or he's eating a lot of raccoons. Oh, that's true. Well, you also get rabies from that. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was first synthesized in 1907 in Paul Ehrlich's lab by a German alchemist known as Alfred Bertheim. Um, Paul Ehrlich, for anybody who would like to know who this guy is. Okay, he's German, so it's probably Bertheim. Bertheim, yeah. Bertheim. Well, probably. Anyway. <laughs> Usually I'm pretty good with, with foreign last names, but nah. You're good. But what's weird about that was that Paul Ehrlich, in this case, is actually a Nobel Prize winning German phys- physician and scientist who worked in the fields of hematology, which was working with, like, blood. Sure. Immunology, which was working with, um... <clears throat> was working with immunization processes and antimicrobial chemotherapy and was actually credited with finding the cure for syphilis in 1909. Ah, oh, damn. So this guy is not just some fucking bullshitter. Like, this is not, not like a genuine scientist. So what, was, what they were doing here was that the main purpose of Ars Fenomen was to tr- be a treatment of syphilis because, as we talked about with medical mercury, that was also sort of a processal treatment that they were looking for because they already said, like, by the 1600s, it was already really bad because people were fucking... Fucking hard, and they were like, and they weren't even using like an old Snickers wrapper to like coat that shit. They were just going hard in the paint, and that was it. Like, because a lot of times people wanted kids at that point, you know, workers. Yeah, well, to be honest, when you have eight and you lose four, so and one of them to a badger in a field somewhere, which lives there to this day, I suppose that's right. All right, I'm gonna preface this with this is gonna sound awful, and it doesn't represent my actual opinion. But if you let your if, kids no, listen, die, no. no. If you're playing baseball, <laughs> four for eight is pretty good. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like the way my great great grandparents would have talked about having like eight kids in the farm, and would have been like, "Well, Typhus would get at least three of them. <laughs> three, at least. Hey, four out of eight isn't bad. Listen, I'm not advocating for kid death." <laughs> But if you're if you're above fifty percent, you know, you're winning elections. So I mean, like you're winning elections. That's the that's a majority vote right there, people. All I'm saying. You looks like you just won Florida, <laughs> swing state. Anyway, uh, too bad the popular vote doesn't count. You lost the electoral college. Yeah, that's right by two points to some fat orange muppet who can't oh, walk straight. The Danny. The Dunster. That's right. They call me the. They call me Dunkin' Donald, just like Dunkin' Donuts. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um. So, for what it was worth, uh, the activity of this compound to treat syphilis was actually discovered by a prominent Japanese bacteriologist called Sahayachiro. 
Sahachiro. Sahachiro. That's hard because I don't have the pronunciation of Japanese names down. That's... I wish I could connect, correct you on how to pronounce that. Sahachiro. What? No clue. <laughs> Sahachiro Hata in 1909. Sweet. While working with Ehrlich, studying or surveying hundreds of similar compounds for their effectiveness. So they basically what Hata and Ehrlich were doing was that they were in a laboratory saying, okay, we have these set compounds of arsenic and various other things that we have sure. been told work. So now we actually have to treat them or, and see which ones actually work. So the old scientific method of basically going in and testing every hypothesis that you see which shit ones are effective. Seeing pretty mistakes. Much. Kind of like, but for that time period, still doing it pretty methodically. They weren't yeah, just like, let notes. me mix this brown shit together and put it in a bottle and sell it at the corner store. That brown shit? Yeah. Yeah, those are shards. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm glad we agree. <laughs> All of you out there uh, drinking your Starbucks coffee, that's a creamy poo you're drinking right there. No, that's a mermaid's piss. <laughs> that was a gross. That's why Wasn't the mermaid's that the, on the cup. What the fuck was that? Was that in that, like the gross fucking like purple colored thing back in Halloween that they made? I, I, had, was, I had one of those. I remember. I, I was there, one. and it looked like it looked like a... like. It looked like a fucking like jack o' lantern filled with candy threw to up in a cup. Honest, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> it, well, you know what? I never tried you, the unicorn frappuccino. I missed out on that one. Right, anyway, a candy corn what? Unicorn frappuccino. Oh, okay. I was like candy one. corn frappuccino. They've gone too candy far. Well, it sounds candy great. corn frapp. Right on next to the fucking circus peanut thing at Dairy Queen. <laughs> Those are gross. You know, if they made a candy corn frappuccino. I would definitely give it a shot. You I'll got no self-respect. No, I just love weird food items. Why do you think I love Taco Bell so much? Oh, I thought it was a mental disorder, but all right. Wow. <laughs> no chance. Anyway. Anyway. So, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Ehrlich theorized that, the screening, the, that by screening these compounds, they would reveal which drug had the antimicrobial activity that they were looking for and would kill the intended target disease without in turn killing the patient in the process because that was already an issue. Mercury wasn't Again, doing the fucking out, job. Four out of eight? Not a bad Not go. Not bad. Yeah, no. Four <laughs> out of eight. Hey, in some school districts, that's considered passing. Not in my classroom, it's not, but in some of it is. Hey, you you go four out of eight, I'm telling you to Listen, do that Jake. shit again and do better. Listen, Jake, I'm not saying that's why you don't have a classroom right now, but I'm also saying you don't have a classroom right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you just bypassed the fucking pandemic that currently shuts the schools down early. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, dude. I'm not going to make them do it again, but I'm going to push them to try harder. Fuck me. Sounds like a lot of excuses, my friend. Yeah, anyway. that's, that's what got you through school with, what, a 3.8? <laughs> Say it. I had a 3.89 GPA, <laughs> Where did the 4.01 come from again? <laughs> that was high school. All right. That's what I was talking about. I was in college. Well, now you've just thrown, like, two separate groups of numbers, and then you just ag- agreed that 3.89 was one of them? That was the college one. That was my college GPA. You know what? Why don't you break some more, why don't you? <laughs> Make all the people out there currently not doing so hot in school feel bad for themselves. No, I just... Because I did well. I'm not shitting on everybody else. (laughs) No, it's just because I'm better. (laughs) I wanted to be a teacher. If I thought everybody else was shit for not achieving my goals, I would have wanted to teach people. That sounds like a lot of teachers we used to have. A lot of professors, unfortunately, you don't reach my goal. Well, you're bullshit. You don't deserve to teach in this classroom. Leave your badge at the door. I know there are a bunch of people out there that are definitely even smarter than me. I'll say it. Huh? I'm not the smartest person. You're, you're not ever fucking lived. working for NASA on I'm the Hadron stupid. Collider, so that's not happening. Well, you know, what? It's not. You know, knowledge is acute in different ways, Jake. You know what? You're right. Anyway. 
back to arsenic. I'd like to say that I had a 3.5, or no, with 3.65 from my ending Man, college like GPA because I got a C in one class and it just shot me down. I bet I know the professor, but we're not yeah. going to go there. Anyway. anyway. Yeah, because you like to revel in the fact that I got that. <laughs> I don't. It's like he failed. Anyway. So. Anyway. Arsenic. <laughs> Fucking taking a bite out of your ego so much right now. <laughs> anyway, you know, you know, what, you know what people were taking a bite of back in the day, Jake? Arsenic. Arsenic. Yeah. Good old just, just eating apple seeds as far as the eye could see. Anyway, um, so Ehrlich's team began their process of elimination by testing for what they called a magic bullet. Now, that sounds like bullshit because back in the day, they, they were looking for something that literally would solve their whole problem. What is this fucking Miss Frizzle on the school bus? Yeah. All right, today, class, we're going to find the magic bullet. We're going bullet. to find the cure to the sex disease. <laughs> okay, why is Miss Frizzle suddenly extremely German? <laughs> what the fuck happened? Where's her papers? I want to know her papers. Did she go to Argentina between 45 and 67? <laughs> You're not going to ruin magic school bus for everyone, You're going to fucking do it. Look, I had to watch the episode what, gonna, where they I, went I, through Arnold and had to get shit out, all right? Are you going to rename Arnold Adolf? Is that how you're going to... Yes. Gonna... Well, to be honest, he took his helmet off on the moon. <laughs> we both remember that episode, and I know that I one. I do remember that episode. That one's the, always the one that brings out, because I was like, that man committed suicide. I, I just, I distinctly remember the one where they have to go inside him now. The one you just brought up, where they go inside Arnold. They and they... inside Arnold. <laughs> Yeah, because he stays home from the field trip. Oh, but, yeah. But, but, okay, last a quick look before we get back to the Arnold. <laughs> field trip. Just a quick lesson for everybody out there. If you decide to skip field trips, you'll become the field trip. You are the field trip. And that's what's beautiful. <laughs> that's that's going to scar a kid for life one day. <laughs> well, oh, shit. If you decide to skip a field trip, you'll become the field trip. That's right. You become the field trip. Anyway. That sounds like something like a teacher that would be fired from their job would say just before being fired from their job. If you decide to skip the field trip to the Zeke design today. Looks like Arnold's going to be the field trip. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> so the magic. But yeah, there we go. Uh, so they were looking for a magic bullet, basically meaning that it was going to kill this thing right off the bat among the chemi chemical derivatives. Of the atoxyl, which was a medical, or sorry, among chemical derivatives of atoxyl. Sorry, so I, trying to kill like, syphilis, right? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So they were using different things. So atoxyl was one where it was a medical solution that was made up of salt that contained arsenic and was deemed prohibitively toxic for human use. As of now, it is, at least. And they kind of looked at it and went, well, the salt process doesn't do anything, but the arsenic seemed to have some kind of effect here. So they took it a little bit and they tested it and they synthesized it and they come up with arsphenamine which was basically using that arsenic portion and then connecting it with other parts of their testing that had shown similar effects or something that would look like it would make or sure. be a catalyst for it to fix the problem uh, in this case which is your your, uh, your the sex disease as i've called it which could go for anything but we're going to call it this for this one um so syphilis. Why don't we just yeah? Syphilis? I'm a, I'm a, but I want to call it the sex disease. Though. But <laughs> no, I, I'm fucking so with you. I won't call it that. Cause that's Can gross. we just call it syphilis? Yeah, yeah. Well, no shit. <laughs> anyway, so um, arsphenamine was then marketed by a German company called Hoxt AG, <laughs> under the trade name Salversen. In 1910, Hoxt. Uh, I love <clears> that. That's such a German yeah, word. which I'm pretty sure was a company that also got pinched in 45 and 46 for making. 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure chemical weapons. All right, I love that company a lot less now. Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> Farb, a- IG Farben was one of them. They made shit for the gas chambers. Um, well, if you drive a VW, you technically drive a Nazi wagon. Technically, you do. You support Hitler, you fucking scum of the earth. Volkswagen! The Volkswagen! <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> they're like, are they? I don't know. Should I call the FBI? You probably well, shouldn't. I'll tell you don't what, do that. The emissions tests are not the first things they've cheated on. <laughs> well, no, they cheated on their name. <laughs> <laughs> they, they took the Rhineland away. <laughs> the Rhineland? Ow, that was loud. Fuck me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah uh even though they said they was like this was the thing they said was gonna really really work there was a, a danger obviously as this medicine was a fucking poison at the See, same okay, time I'm gonna though stop you right there what <laughs> you use the sentence the medicine was a literal poison <laughs> i mean i'm just gonna leave it at that <laughs> if, if I don't need to say anything else. That, that, yeah. Oh, you didn't even fucking finish the sentence to begin with, so I'm going past that. Um, but it does need to be commented on more. Just the lack uh, of logic. I think everything. it does. I think it does. Anyway, um, so for all the danger that it posed, giving me that fucking side eye over there. <laughs> for all the for all the danger that this did pose, being a poison, literally having elements of a poison in it, though, this was a huge step in the right direction from the mercury compounds that were using they were using at the time, which were seriously unstable. Like they. You put them in, like, the wrong container or the wrong environment, and it was completely either useless or it fucking evaporated, which was even scarier because, as we all know, mercury causes your brain to basically melt. It makes you crazy and violent and unpredictable. The great American melting pot. <laughs> where all our water pipes are made of lead. Anyway, do we all wonder why all the... Rock. All of a sudden, we all wonder why the boomers are kind of weird. <laughs> why all of us... Some way or another, have ADD or ADHD of some variety. We're all taking Adderall. Ah, oh, there's no, there's no correlation. Why would there be? <laughs> well, we only ate plastics. <laughs> the Great American <laughs> Trying to go past that. The anyway. Great American. <laughs> we call it a salad bowl now. <laughs> that was my pluralism call class. Kale bowl. Somebody, <laughs> I shit you not. We okay. So this is a side story. Just because you brought this up, now we're gonna have to talk about okay. that. I w- I had a pluralism class for education where the, the professor that was there was someone who got aggressive about like certain phrases, regardless of whether you meant them in a like mocking context or not. So somebody said, "Well, isn't that what America is? Right? It's a melting pot." And the guy goes, "No, wrong. <laughs> it is salad bowl." <laughs> Just screaming at this kid, this just one-year student in the education system that doesn't know anything about this class. This was day one, and I was scared for the rest of the year because <laughs> he's like a really thick-accented dude from Iran who takes everything seriously. Like that was the year the election was happening, and I remember him going on a twenty-minute rant calling the president bullshit. He says bullshit. He's full of bullshit. He peddles bullshit. He goes, he's just, he's coming from a deep place there. And I'm like. What was it about Trump? Yeah, he was. Okay, I understand. That was after he called, um, like, he wanted to ban all the Muslim people or uh, whatever. Yeah, see, I, I would That's be really he pissed, That's what he said it, but he didn't actually do it. Yeah, because well. That was a, just because he That's a fucking stupid concept. Just because he said he didn't do something doesn't mean that he's okay that he no, said No, I'm it. not saying it was. I don't know why you're putting words in my mouth right now. No, I'm just making a distinction. All right, fucking Washington Post. <laughs> The Woodward to your Bernstein. <laughs> I know. Anyway. Uh, 
Yeah, it's been a long fall down since they left. Anyway, um, <laughs> they're going to get sued. <laughs> we're going down, down, and we're getting sued. Damn, they're going to come up, swing. <laughs> Is that going to be the song I'm you play gonna... when you go into the courtroom? Fucking getting, like, railed in the ass by 18 lawsuits from, like, Disney and Amazon. And <laughs> I mean, at that point... We're going to get the dude who sued John Oliver just for mentioning the fact that he owned the coal operation. Oh, yeah. The dude who eat Bob... Who's Bob something or other? It was Bob Murray. Bob Murray, who was told, no eat joke... Shit, Bob. That he should, um, he should start his coal business or go into politics because a squirrel told him to. I don't know whether that's oh, true, but Bob, gonna... you should probably get some psychological oh, here, here help there. Here comes the actual slap suit now. Good job. I don't give a fuck. Okay. I'll eat that slap suit. I shit you not. They can print off as many as they want. breakfast. (laughs) I will. I'll put some Tabasco on that shit. Arsenic. Anyway. Arsenic. (laughs) Don't you bring me back to it, motherfucker. You kept me off balance for the first 20 minutes of this podcast. I'm taking this back. No, you're not. Arsenic. No, I'm taking it away from you now. (laughs) You know what an awful baby name would be? (laughs) Stalemate. Nah, arsenic. (laughs) Imagine that. Naming your kid arsenic. Oh, I was going to say stalemate because then that's what would happen when none of the parents want him. (laughs) Would they go to divorce? Anywho. Um, so regardless of the fact that the compounds were really a great advancement, there was some issues with it because the components in it had to be administered through a like seriously complicated process of dissolving it in several hundred milliliters of like distilled sterile water. And on top of that, they had to not expose it to air like at all. Like it had to be the bare minimum. Otherwise the material, the arsenic in it would start like basically corrosion the corrosion process would start sure. or it would start decomposing which meant it would be ineffective or it would be just partially effective so this is highly impractical to produce then huh pretty much but it was their first go so for what it was worth at the time when they had nothing else it was a good start but it just wasn't the most practical process so how would the treatment work for this like is it in pill form um, or? well what it would do was this they if you got the mixture right and it didn't fuck up you then had to inject it into a vein. Oh, I'm going to let that God. sit for a second because that sounds like it's fucking terrifying. Um, uh, just a bit. Just a tad. Just a teensy weensy bit. But the common problem slash the side effects that were obvious with this problem was that if you had fucked it up or the person administering it fucked it up, you were usually going to get rashes, liver damage, and quote-unquote risk of life and limb, which I couldn't find a, a further uh, definition of what that meant. Must so, have just meant death. Like, so you're telling me there were side effects to injecting arsenic in your fucking veins. Your fucking, I'm pretty sure, isn't that the same shit they use in lethal injections right now? Or is this like cyanide something or other? Anyway, basically... The risks, however, and this is really a fucking slap in the face of the person who got it, like, based on the fact that their doctor fucked it up, was that oftentimes the reason why these risks happened was that they were blaming the person getting administered, like, injecting it, like, that the patient was being blamed for improper handling and or administration on their part, not the doctor. That's fucking beautiful. Um, What a fucking dick move. The whole thing's a dick move. That... that yeah, yeah. I got nothing for that. That's just stupid. Yeah, that one's just generally stupid. I, I was like, that can't possibly be right. And I went through like two or three peer-reviewed papers just, just to look, just to, just to back up that source. And I'm like, oh, fuck, they literally say that. You know what's not stupid? Yeah. The podcast we're about to plug. We're going to take a quick break. Yeah. Is your home troubled by strange noises? 
Do objects move about your domicile seemingly of their own volition? Do unseen talking rodentia leave unsightly teeth marks in your butter? Do large hairy anthropoids stalk your yard? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then don't wait another day. Listen to The Least Haunted Podcast. Hello, and welcome to The Least Haunted Podcast, a place where skepticism, science, anthropology, and humor meet to discuss all things haunting, spooky, supernatural, and sometimes just the plain stupid. Join me, your host, Cody Franks, and your co-host, Garth Von Annen, that's me, as we journey all around the realms of the paranormal sciences to look with a critical and skeptical eye at various and sundry topics such as... Witches! Talking mongooses! The Yeti! Superstitions surrounding the Black Death. The Great Clowning of 2016. And a psychic Cold War for the very soul of England. And that's just in the first several episodes. So join us every other week for a fun and hopefully entertaining informative dive into all manner of spooky and strange occurrences, people, places, and things. The Least Haunted Podcast. Because the only thing that's haunted is you. Haunted is a relative term. Scientific knowledge does not acknowledge the existence of ghosts, haunts, spooks, specters, and general phantasma. The producers of Least Haunted are not responsible for any crisis of faith, a demonic possession, spontaneous development of supliferous nipples, or unintelligible writing that bleeds through the plaster of your walls that might develop as a result of listening to this podcast. Offer void in parallel dimensions, alternate realities, and timelines in which you are your own mother, father, grandfather, grandmother, child, niece, nephew, and or any combination of paradoxical, unbranching genealogies thereof. First go. Nice. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Thank you. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Back to talking about arsenic. Yeah, we're back to being sad. No one. This doesn't have to be if you, sad. If any of you on the break would like to wonder when Lucas's podcast is going to show up, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> For those of you who have been left uh, hanging on a rope trying to figure out what's, what's, but, uh, going, what's going on with that Jelly Roll Morton but, right now. <laughs> <laughs> but besides that, though, truthfully, uh, please do check out Least Haunted. Those guys are great. Podcast is amazing. So. We will be working with them sometime in August. We have to get a, a recording time down. But we are going to be doing one. I, should we plug the episode that we're planning no, on doing? Just, yeah, we might be doing something with them. We might be. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, hey, 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 just a little taste. Just a little taste. If just you want to you, you get the full thing, you've got to buy it. No, you We're not actually making no, you purchase no. it, but um, <laughs> just keep keep tuned to our feed. And this is you our will free hear, trial. If you'd like to buy, the you'll book. hear the result of um, maybe a little work we're doing with yeah, them. But we'll, we'll leave it at that. Just, just, um, <laughs> back to Back the fact that the guy called us the ASMR nightmare, and I take that with pride. <laughs> we are the ASMR. We are. That's what our name should have been: the ASMR nightmare team. That can be your punk rock band. That that can be our. Can you feel it now, Alexander Haig? Okay. Anywho, uh, so yeah, the what it's for what it's worth though, the danger to the patient was observed and understood by Ehrlich, who would state that this that this Jesus, who would state himself that the step from the laboratory to the patient's bedside is extraordinarily arduous and fraught with danger. So he knew that it was dangerous. He understood that it wasn't like he was just like it's a fucking cure all. Shut your hole. Like he understood. Well, wow, that's that, good. Yeah. He understood that it was an actual thing, that there was a problem. So he's like, well, of course it's an issue. So we have to figure out how we can make this more safe and more practical. That's good. So Ehrlich's laboratory team took that information and worked out a more soluble, albeit slightly less effective arsenic compound known as Neil Salverin, which was made available, available, sorry, it's it's late, in 1912. And... It worked. It was less dangerous. 
Oh, there were less severe side effects, of course. Not the rashes, not the liver damage, but you still got nausea and vomiting with it. Which, you know, take you two out puke. of three ain't bad. You still got to puke. Yeah, two out of three ain't bad. Two out of three is, that'd be an amazing batting average. You're batting 66.6% yeah. repeating. 66.6%. He's actually, he's, bait, he's batting for Satan right now. <laughs> 69, that's, that's, 69, 69. No, that's the most metal batting percentage I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> he goes out there with long black hair, fucking, like, he has that, like, laced up boots that every emo kid in high school used to wear. <laughs> he's got the fucking, like, slasher fucking t-shirt, but he I doesn't know. Metallica. Oh, Metallica works too. Or, or, um, Avenged Sevenfold. That was one. That was a one that a couple kids used to wear. And uh, I'm pretty sure those kids are in prison now for some kind of drug. Of, uh, okay, you can, like, you can like rock and roll. I'm not saying that it was correlated. Fucking... <laughs> okay. Anyway. Says so the guy who gets on my case saying that the early rap from New York is not good. And he goes, it's not the best. And then we had a heated debate in my car about it that one if day. You... If you want to speak to the lyrical integrity I of do. Ice Ice Baby. No, I'm not talking. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Tupac Shakir and everybody on the East Coast talking about the troubles in their neighborhood, all right? I'm not talking about fucking Vanilla Ice who ripped off Queen, okay? That's not happening. Hey. I just know. Let Freddie Mercury die in peace. In Vanilla Ice's song. He calls it a brand new invention. I hate you. I don't think he'd lie to me. <laughs> no, he didn't. He's back with a brand new invention. Yep. Anyway, you wanna you wanna keep going with that one? You know what else has to do with inventions? Yeah. Arsenic. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> really in this does. case. No, it doesn't. Anyway. Anyway. You four years old? No, it doesn't. I'm being the president right now. So the coronavirus <laughs> cases are going up. No, it's not. It is, Mr. President. It's a serious problem. No, it's not. It's because we're testing. It's because if we did, my, hey. If we did less testing, there wouldn't be so much of the virus, okay? Sounds like the kid who got, like, a D in class. Just this like, is a man who didn't study. <laughs> he no, paid people to study for him. Take that logic and transfer it to a high school I'm class. not going to do that. Like, I'm, you can't make me. I, I'll do it myself. <laughs> do it. There's, like, like, some kid in the corner. It's like, you know what? This grade, the only reason I'm getting this grade is because there was so much testing. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I know a kid or two that you, I used to teach that was like that. Fuck me. That's a problem. That's the logic, man. Oh, buddy. Okay. Well, anyway. you know what? You know what's better than testing? Arsenic. Anyway. Uh, Don't no. you question me. You can fucking throw as many unconnected fucking transfers as you want, but when I do it, no. No. no I just disagree with the logic. <laughs> you could have easily disagreed with anything I've said. I, you know what? But then you sit there and say, well, but I'm right, though. And deep down somewhere, I'm just going to let you... for being confident. I want to let you have that only because I know deep down somewhere along the road, someone's going to tell you fucking no. <laughs> and I'll be there like... You actually kind of entitled prick. I work really hard. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Arsenic. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. It's the salmon colored Under Armour shirt that's really throwing me off today. <laughs> You look like you just came off of doing a fucking like nine hole stint at the fucking golf course, drinking like like fucking shotgunning a PBR in the like in the car as you're driving back at an unsafe speed. You're just like fucking get out the way, Margaret. So arsenic. I have to meet my dad. I've heard some interesting stories about arsenic. Ah oh, yeah. Anyway, 
Uh, so additionally, that compound also would have to have been stored in nitrogen atmosphere in order to prevent deterioration, which was, you know, added from just storing it in a fucking cabinet. It's always good. Um, eventually, though, arsenic supplements would be replaced by penicillin as a syphilis remedy in the 1940s. So it, basically for that was where it ended. Except arsenic trioxide. While I speak okay. away from the microphone like a fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> here's where you think, well, this can't possibly be a thing right now, right? You can chalk that up to like, oh, dude, the old times sucked because everyone's stupid. Except that you probably shouldn't do that because there's more context to that. Is arsenic coming back? Oh, baby, it's always been here. <laughs> Wonderful. Because arsenic trioxide, everybody, sold under the brand name Trizinox. Trizinox. Which sounds like the, like something an evil corporation would do in like a fucking cyberpunk comic. <laughs> Just like Trizinox. Which may, it like, it's like Ready Player One where they're like, we'll put you in the headset, but we want you to never get out of it. <laughs> Isn't it basically, it's an inorganic compound and a medication. So... Uh, it is an industrial chemical compound, also. It is major uses include the manufacturing of wood preservatives, pesticides, and glass products. In the medical field, it is used to treat acute promia... Yeah, I'm sorry. This is a long one, so, and it's kind of weird. So, acute promyelocytic leukemia. Yeah, promyelocytic... Okay. Elocytic leukemia. Yep. Uh... Or what I would call APL. I'm probably going to call it APL just to save myself the time. But that's what it's called. Uh, wherein, again, it is injected into a vein. The origins of using arsenic trioxide for this specific disease or disorder actually comes from the People's Republic of China. <laughs> ah, good old now, China. Before you, before you sit there and shit talk China, this happens during the 60s and early 70s. So, as a little bit of context here, why it comes out of China and why that's important is because the country is going through a cultural revolution. Um, Good old Chairman Mao. It didn't end well because they realized that in a dictatorship, a cultural revolution usually means you start losing a grip on controlling the population. But there was a positive in this because in the end, you get run over by a tank in Tiananmen Square. <laughs> But That's the positive. There's no positive in running, getting run over by a tank. However, during that time period, especially like in the 70s, so this was towards the tail end of it, but sure. it started in the 60s, um, there was a lot of interchange of information and knowledge as you do. Um, one of the things was that Chinese medical teams got to gain access to Western medical knowledge, which had, up to that point in time, not been given to them because the country had been kind of locked off. It was sort of like, the if you think about, like, in another context of communist countries, we're thinking sort of like East and West Germany. Like, East Germany was completely blocked off. You could not yeah. go ever, like, legally unless you had, like, the correct paperwork. And if you did it illegally, there was a chance you could just be gunned down. Like, it was a possibility. Or you could be sent back and beat the shit. I don't know. But what, what happened was that in China, those teams got to access the Western medical knowledge and the Western teams got to access the Chinese medical knowledge and both of them started learning stuff from each other and how that they handled certain diseases that were causing problems at the time. Um, they had a exchange that came out of Chinese research into a treat oh my God, into treating aggressive forms of leukemia with arsenic sulfates during the 50s and 60s. And though it initially was considered ineffective in Chinese medicine, it was... Considered again in medical trials because the arsenic substance 
later on had been refined and became more effective. Because originally in the 50s and 60s, they were basically just cobbling together what they could up in, like, the country. Like, not even in the cities. They were doing it in the country mostly. And they were basically just, like, giving it to people and, like, try this, pretty much. That, that's how they were working this thing out. Um, and so they went into medical trials where it was slightly more effective and it had some promise in dealing with leukemia. Eventually, in the early 70s, a suitable treatment process was discovered by a Chinese researcher called Zhang Tingdong. That's, not, that's his actual name. <clears throat> Sure. So, before anybody gets on my case, and colleagues within his research team, um, <clears throat> ATO would be approved for the leukemia treatment in the United States in 2000, and later on, the University of Hong Kong had actually, in this, in this recent like decade, had recently developed a liquid form of the medication that can be given by mouth, and or organoarsenic compounds that are added sort of as like feed additives. So you could literally put it in food, and you sure. could be medicated at the same time. That later, but that's literally where my research ends on that because it's still within clinical trial, and like mm. most of the information for that was very complicated, sort of medical chemistry stuff that nobody nobody wants to hear unless you're like, you got a hard on for that, and I don't. So I wasn't gonna waste like all my afternoon trying to figure that out, but. So one of the things that made that really sort of interesting was that additionally, just recently, I don't know how recently, it was at least within the 90s and the 2000s, they had also started using arsenic to detect certain uh, cancer cells. So they would literally inject it with like some sort of component that when it went through an MRI or a CAT scan, it would show up in the body. If there was like a possibility that you had like a, a metastatic cancer of some kind. If it was like lung cancer was metastatic and it was moving to other parts of the body, then gotcha. they'd be able to catch it before it became like a serious problem where you'd basically be fighting this thing, going through chemo, surgery, all that shit over and over and over again until idly either you did survive or your body just gave out and died. So there is some positives, right? It's not being used solely. So it's not as like unapologetically used as like some really bullshit kind of stuff at the time. Sure. But it's, it's, it's still being used. So, like we've been doing, because we get to move on to story time, children. <laughs> because right now, we get to tell you a story way back in America's infancy, even prior to America's infancy. Do you know who George III is? Georgie Poo. Yeah, good old Georgie Poo. The man that we fought against... To gain our independence, at which point in time we would um, currently throw that into the dumpster fire, which we've created for ourselves. Um, however, <laughs> at the time, George III was known for erratic behavior. Thought it was just erratic behavior that he was known to be mad, pretty much. You telling me that there's been a noble in history that hasn't maybe been in the best mental condition? Oh God, I mean Nero. Wasn't there? What was the one dude? There was some. There was some like any of the Habsburgs. Any? Well, if anybody wants to take a pause on this podcast, go search the ugliest Habsburg. Go ahead and do it because it is fucking. I. It's a fucking train ride. <laughs> it is interesting. Um. Well, that's what uh, inbreeding will do for you. Oh hell yeah, yeah. No, that's a problem. Okay, so. Uh, I just want to make sure that this was the correct one. There were like three or four of these that I found. 
okay. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, anyway, what was going on was that at the time that King George the Third was starting to become older by the account of that year, he was somebody who had seriously some problems, some genuine problems. Again, you don't say. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, and. Effectively, what happened was that, to give some context of what George III sort of happened to be suffering from, because a, a lot of nobles in general tend to suffer from really weirdly rare diseases. I don't know why. Like, hemophilia is one of them, where it's, like, excessive bleeding. Like, although almost, like, a good section of, like, most of the Habsburg and, uh, Habsburgs, a good chunk of the Romanovs all had that problem. As Alex A was, like, the last Romanov to have that problem. Because he couldn't go outside, because he'd just fucking die. Which is a sad childhood, but... He, so King George III, born 1738 and died in 1820, was ruler of Britain and the British Empire, which mastered the oceans and defeated France's Napoleon Bonaparte and all that. It's a long ass time for that time period. He did, yeah. For what it was worth, that was long for something. Some people were dying just from being 35. Yeah. It was also during the reign of King George III that the United States gained its independence from the British. So King George III is remembered for his poor physical health, though, because he, he is just a, he was a fucking train wreck the whole time, and his mental instability, which meant he was crazy. And scientists recently, however, have suggested that these symptoms were caused by something called porphyria, which is a rare inherited blood disorder. And the new studies have revealed that another possible contributing cause to the king's problems was arsenic poisoning. Oh. Yeah. Because if you realize something, back in the day, Back in the good old days when we were ruled by kings, which is why the Polish side of my family decided to get the fuck out of there before the Germans marched in and took half the country, was that we had been under the rule of the Russian Empire um, on that side. And literally, like, genuinely, because they were in Prussia. Like, that was part of Poland where they were, my family. And so a lot of people in, like, these kingdoms that were kings were not like they were seen as gods effectively. And so a lot of the kings had some concept of like absolute monarchy, absolute authority. And so they weren't supposed to get sick because if you're a God getting sick is kind of a shit situation to show you're not a God, but are you saying that God gets sick? I'm saying what? gods bleed. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, sounds reasonable. Um, <laughs> So during his reign, George III suffered from an abdominal and limb pain. It says, yeah, limb. It looks like it says a P because there's a scratch on my screen. And rapid pulse, insomnia, anxiety, irritability, and confusion. Although researchers believe that George III had porphyria, they thought that another factor contributing to the severity, late onset, and persistence of the symptoms was that his doctors exposed him to heavy metals both lead and mercury, which probably would have caused like the irritability and his oh. mental instability, because you're constantly getting that shit. You're he's breathing got the it duo. in. Yeah, he's got he's got the dangerous duo. He's got the uh, he's got the uh, ambiguously gay duo right there. Um, Why are they dangerous, Jake? I don't know. Why are they dangerously ambiguously gay? You tell me, you homophobe. I, I'm not the one who's talking right now. That's you, bud. I've got no problem with it. I, I have no people. problem with them being dangerously ambiguously gay. I support people people being gay if they want to be yeah. gay. I didn't say I didn't. All right. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. So, <laughs> the researchers did search for signs of heavy metal exposure 
an example which would be from his hair samples because when a person dies if you have been poisoned it usually is found in the hair follicles um the Wellcome Trust and Science Museum in London gave the scientist a lock of hair from George III, and the hair had been taken from the king when he died and had been kept without preservatives in a black-edged envelope, uh, which was at the time just common because it was considered to be normal for people who died to keep some memento of them physically, whether it's hair or like Napoleon's dick in a box, one, one of the two. Um, it's my dick in a box. Oh, or, or Galileo's middle finger, as I found out, which is very expensive. Somebody was trying to sell it. Some some weirdo in Eastern <laughs> Europe was trying to sell it, and they're like, "Oh no, we need that." The, the, the government that he originally belonged to was like, "Oh, can we have that back?" So, <clears throat> just flipping people off all the time with Galileo's middle finger. Yeah, middle telling telling them basically, "Hey, fuck you. The world is round." Um, but it does. It <laughs> basically, well, actually, no, that wasn't him. That was a uh, <laughs> that's Copernicus. Copernicus. Uh, we he did heliocentric theory. That was what Galileo did. Um, all right, lost my audio. <laughs> Anywho, uh, so chemical analysis of the hair revealed normal levels of mercury and slightly elevated levels of lead, but arsenic levels in the hair were extremely high, like dangerously high, reaching a value of 17 parts per million, and arsenic poisoning occurs usually at levels of only one part per million. So this, this fucking mad lad had 16 parts over the legal limit right here. Somebody should have pulled his ass over. And they point out that the arsenic may have worsened the symptoms of porphyria, because he was given so many medications that were fucking batshit insane that his while he was sick that he suggested that most of the medicines he may have been taking started getting cross-contaminated. So not only were they giving him arsenic straight, not only was he like also being exposed to it on a regular basis, like through certain things like wallpaper preservative or like the powder in the wigs, because that was meant to keep like insects and shit. Off because sure. nobody apparently bathed back then for some reason. Um, a lot of the medication he would have been taking was probably getting cross-contaminated with that stuff. And so repeated uses of the medicines had contributed to the severe symptoms that were shown by the king because of that con or that um to that um shit. He had a lot of arsenic in him. Jesus, ow. <laughs> I'm trying to think contamination and you shouted in my ear. Arsenic. <laughs> yeah. I mean I in for instance, like there was examples of like how he behaved and he was like they talk about how the fact he would talk so rapidly and so consistently that he'd start to foam at the mouth, which is always a good sign in a leader when I make myself think that he may have been bitten by a raccoon who jumped out of the trash. <laughs> I, yeah. love, I, love, I love my leaders to look like rabbit dogs. I don't want my leaders to look like rabbit dogs. We need more dogs. <laughs> we need more dogs. By the way, just a fun fact for you. If you haven't looked up, if you haven't watched the NCAA coach, <laughs> the basketball coach, the former basketball coach for Coastal Carolina in a press conference, not, it's just shocking he's former, the former Coastal Carolina basketball coach. If you haven't seen him with the video talking about how we need more dogs, I encourage you to video or to Google it because it's hilarious. Anyway. <laughs> So, uh, as, as an example to, uh, going back a little bit, talking about sort of some of the medications they would give him, um, there was a journal that was written around that time called The Lancet, which actually was the same journal that we talked about in the bloodletting episode that advocated bloodletting. Oh, this, this journal's got a great history. Yeah, I know. Um, for a man known as Professor Warren and his colleagues say that the king was given an emetic tartar medicine. So, uh, basically, it was like a paste. And what the emetic tartar did 
was that it goddamn ads <laughs> independent you motherfucker anyway um what it basically did was that this tartar was applied to him in areas that were considered to be sort of areas of pain and the medicine was made of something called antimony which was known to have been contaminated with relatively high levels of arsenic and the presence of arsenic again like we said in the sample of the king's hair that was taken does provide that plausible ex explanation so like i said he was giving given a slew of shit that they thought would work it was similar in both ways to like jefferson and also to like washington when we talked about like at the end of their lives when they were being just given random concoctions of medicine to see if it would work and you were getting genuinely upset by the fact that washington's death was obvious and all of his doctors took way too long to figure out the cause which yep. should have been that their dumb asses kept giving him shit that was not necessary so yeah motherfucker died from having strep throat he did he really did and uh yeah that's that's the problem that he had but um in studying the medical records of various descendants of King George, who died in 1820, as we already pointed out, that genetic condition that he was dealing with also had a couple of really weird other side effects that we didn't talk about, um, which causes the fact that his urine used to turn red. <laughs> there was lameness, hoarseness, acute, yeah, acute abdominal and limb pain, a racing pulse, insomnia, temporary mental disturbances, and discolored urine, all of which were known to be suffered at the same time by this f fucking guy. I mean, I, uh, I just, I don't know how many things can be wrong with you before you're like, no, I'm just, just let me die. It's fine. Like, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> Give him some Coke and just let him run. Like, that, that's it. Uh, no. Yeah. Why would you, don't, I don't want to add, why would the guy advocate for letting himself die? But sometimes we all just got to go sometime, dude. <laughs> we can't all be like Walt Disney with our head in a fucking freezer somewhere just underneath Epcot. Yeah, because that's a real thing. Speaking of which, do you think that if he actually had done that and they were cutting his head off, he was he was like, I'm coming for you, Ava Braun. <laughs> Just... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, See, yeah. We debunked it, but I still feel like that man was more anti-Semitic than he let on. Oh, no, he was. He was, he was. I didn't debunk it. We said he, he probably was. We just didn't have any proof yet. We don't have the proof, but I feel like... Wait until, it, like, wait until, like, sometime in the near future his ghost starts showing up at, like, the It's a Small World After All ride where he's fucking, like, um... He's, he's, he's haunting, but what he does is he spray paints, like, anti-Semitic and abrasive shit oh, no. on the It's a Small World ride going and <laughs> just spray paints and red paint. Get those Jews off my ride. And then he goes, Gosh. somebody just goes, and, I don't think you guys should have that on there. And some, some guy named Jeremy goes and goes, my God, he's back again. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, that's, that's what I got so far. Um basically in that you know we knew that he had that and one of the things attributing to his illness was the arsenic in which king george iii took so that that's all i got for this one all right so um well that was a hell of a ride was it, <laughs> it was. that's why i told you in my in my podcast i give a little like little subtitle to everything that i just just for the shits and giggles of it because we started this on the first like famous people one and i i wrote it's a fucking ride you want eh <laughs> all right everybody so uh thanks for joining us we hope you enjoyed the episode and uh 
please uh, check back uh, next week for another medical episode. We're gonna yeah. be we're gonna be recording. Uh, we're finally gonna be putting out the importance of being earnest very soon. Uh, so we'll have that out for you. We did not forget. Um, but yeah. Jake and I do have lights outside of the podcast. Well, and so. and additionally, we were we recorded that particular episode just before we had our meetup with uh, the um, the least haunted guys, and they they led us onto the fact that our audio levels were literally hot garbage. So we fixed that after the so fact. Shout and we, out to them. We don't want to uh, send out something that sounds yeah, like we're trash. We're not going to release anything that sounds like trash, so because we not we don't want to do that to you guys. So, <laughs> all right, well. Um, yeah, so uh, we hope you guys enjoyed, and uh, please join us again next time. Please let us know on uh, social media if you have any comments or questions or concerns, and uh, have a great time. Yay!